0: more info now. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody. of the season at prices that feel just as good discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first like worthington and liz claiborne for her each in women's petite and plus sizes here spring comes in all shapes sizes and colors JCPenney, make everybody count
1: you can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data wi-fi hotspot with at&t in-car wi-fi
3: Listen, listen up, everybody. It's time you start reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. I got three gentlemen that's going to lead that by example on my show today. Because they always lead with their gifts. They thought they had ideas that were value to them. And a lot of people probably told me they were crazy. That's why I would tell people, don't let your age, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. My interviews provided to consumers and business owners. I give them access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. My next guests are the Ghost Brothers. You hear me now? The Ghost Brothers. Dalen Spratt, Jawan Mass, Marcus Harvey. The Ghost Brothers are the first and only African-American paranormal investigative team on TV. That is not right there, you know. Right there. Okay. We always know that the black people always die first in horror movies. Okay. They breaking that. They breaking that mold. They ain't dying. They go in and come out. The Ghost Brothers seamlessly playing comedy with a refreshingly straightforward approach to the paranormal in their own new series, Lights Out, venturing across the country in different hot spots. Daylon and Jawan, met, let me a little background about the HBCU background about these brothers here. Daylon and Juwan met while attending Clark Atlanta University, and Marcus was a barber at Clark Atlanta University. That's how they all came together. Now, in 2011, they all had this idea, thinking not... The typical, they weren't thinking about rap music, they weren't thinking about acting, they thought about the paranormal, ghosts. And they seeked it out and they got discovered. So please welcome the Money Making Conversation. They are the Ghost brothers. Dalen Spratt, Juwan Mass, and Marcus Harvey. Welcome, brothers.
1: Man, what's pretty going pretty on? And not to, not to cut you off, but uh, we did try rapping first. We definitely <laughs> did, yes. Uh, I was called Big Drift.
3: Uh, and hey man, yeah, and hey was, uh, See I'm just uh, telling y'all See, see, you y'all day day
4: not day gonna tell MC nobody, it was, it was rap first now. No, 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 definitely rap. Y'all not gonna tell
2: people, and I was not Spinderella don't get it twisted. Okay, cool. Okay, I was the real part of the group. Come on now,
3: that was a failed venture. What you don't do on my show, man, this money made conversation talk about failed ventures now y'all wasn't rapping all i know is the success of what y'all are doing now you're hbcu graduates uh attendees you have the hbcu experience and we all know that for some reason the world has discovered hbcu especially in 2020 with that revelation you know that pride i just interviewed my man uh, kenny leon and also cau graduate and there's so many more what type of pride and number, each one of you can respond to this individual? Because I want to get each one of your response about the HBCU experience and also what it has meant to your life moving forward.
1: Yeah, I know for me, Daylon, uh- HBC, the HBCU experience literally changed my life. So when I graduated high school, shoot, Clark was the only college <laughs> that was like <laughs> willing to listen to me. And uh, they actually gave me a scholarship, man. So they not only provided me a way to get to college, it shaped and manufactured my life because I was able to move to Atlanta from Dallas, Texas and see a whole bunch of people that look like me, my same age, making entrepreneurial moves. So up until then, I'm looking at trying to get a job but then when I get to college, I see people 18, 19 years old with their own clothing line, uh, starting their own record label, promotion company, uh, just all types of companies started by young minorities. And that's inspired my whole entrepreneurial spirit. And that's when you try to do rap. That's when I tried to rap. I tried <laughs> that's rap. Rap. That, when you try to get back full circle. It's the origin story.
4: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> party promoting. It was one of the two. <laughs> uh, man. HBCU experience was something that was just always ingrained in me. Uh, my mother went to a HBCU, uh, and so I was able to always go back to campus with her, and that's where I finally saw, like, this family culture at these historically Black colleges and universities. Uh, I went and went and saw, went and visited Clark Atlanta University, and, like, I was convinced at that point. Like, I got to Clark, and like Dalen said, you see a bunch of uh, like-minded individuals and you see people that look like you and you're uh, and you're like blown away by like this higher um, institution of education. And you're like, this is this, and it feels like home. Like it's not overly, it's not too big. Like you can still have a personal connection with the, with the staff. Um, and like you can still get this this education, but it's empowering blacks to to strive for excellence. And I think that's what like really captivated me about the that university, Clark Atlanta specifically. Cool, uh, Marcus. Tell me about your
3: experience. Yeah.
2: So my brother actually uh, attended and graduated from Morehouse College, and um, I actually wanted to go to Morehouse, and um, actually didn't get accepted. That's all right, because now <laughs> that means that I'm a free agent to get an honorary degree from any HBCU that I want now that we are a success in a historically black situation, you know, with us being the Ghost Brothers, the first paranormal, you know, investigation team out there. I think that any any HBCU wants to get me now. But uh, the way that I met my bros is uh, actually, you know, I, I still was connected to the campus. Uh, I, I was uh, affiliated with the AUC Gospel Choir. And I used to start cutting hair, and um, I actually started cutting uh, Daylon's hair, and then, you know, eventually started meeting Juwan, and then it just—the rest is history.
3: Okay. So you so you're a barber by trade, I'm assuming, right?
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
3: They, they say a celebrity barber, though. What is a—what is an unknown barber versus a celebrity barber, Marcus? Please explain that to my listeners and viewers.
2: Well, for me— well, for me specifically, I'm a celebrity <laughs> who is a barber. Oh, I don't know about other celebrity barbers because they're not <laughs> famous. I mean, I'm famous for hunting ghosts and I cut hair, so celebrity barber, you know. But uh, no, no, more more so more so than not, my uh, clientele is just filled with a whole bunch of celebrities from Nas, Grant Hill, Chris Webber, Damian Lillard, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, LeBron. Um, I've cut right, on television right. shows. Uh, Spratt, Jawan, Jawan Mass.
3: There you go. Those two, keep it local, keep it local, Frank, keep, you it local. Feel like- keep it local. <laughs> keep it people that you see on a regular basis because you don't see LeBron and Steph Curry on regular. Yeah. keep just the famous trio that you roll with. Yeah, now listen, Th- these guys, you see us on the episode,
2: you see how fresh these boys be. That's because me, <laughs> oh, I'm the okay. only one whoop it. okay, they okay. always fresh. I
3: that, that's really important because I can't cut hair. I, I remember when I pledged, because I know uh, we got a couple of, I'm a mega sci-fi member, proud member of that, as you guys are proud members of Kappa right Alpha Psi, You got, you got the right year. We're all good. We're all good now. Because <laughs> I remember my frat brothers trying to get me to cut hair. That was part, And I messed up the line. And you know if you mess up a line on a brother uh, as so, you pledging. That so, wasn't a good night uh, for this young brother as a pledgee. So I respect you, Marcus. More than you would ever know. <laughs> I'm just saying, you got skills because the mustache. That's that Scotty from the
2: Whispers mustache. So I know you got a strong brother. I know you got a good hand. Yeah,
3: I love. It. Now let's talk about the series. Okay. Ghost Brothers. Now, how did this idea of paranormal paranormal um seekers or or trying to find ghosts? How did that pop into you guys' mind and how did it become part of the process? Because I read it started on YouTube.
1: Yeah. So uh, me and Jawan was actually roommates at the time. And I tell people all the time, man, you got to think outside the box. If everybody's doing something, then you need to turn the other way. And so I literally woke up one night about three o'clock in the morning and one of the ghost hunting shows was just randomly on TV. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, I don't never see any representation of myself on any one of these shows. Right. Why is it only white folks hunting ghosts? I mean, every race, religion, creed, culture dies. It ain't just white folks. So what happens to us <laughs> when right. we pass away? Mm-hmm. And uh, I grew up in a church. My mom was a pastor and I've always been taught, man, you know, you don't play with the church. You don't play with ghosts. You don't play with any of that. Like it's either God and angels and everything else is the devil.
3: (laughs) Right, 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 right.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so literally I ran into Jawan's room, man, at three in the morning. was like, bro, I feel like we need to hunt ghosts. Okay, Jawan, Let's stop right there. That's right there. Right there, Jawan.
3: He run into your room talking about ghost hunting. Now you knew he was not thinking straight at that point. When did it really become a reality check for you that this could be a good idea?
4: Honestly, just overnight, like I literally kicked him out of my room, went back to sleep, woke up the next morning and, was like, and it was still on my mind. I was like, bro, we got to do this. And
3: Please when you it. say we got to do that, because I got a duo and uh, Marcus, you know, the celebrity barber, before he was a celebrity barber, he was just a sidekick barber. How did y'all get him in the loop now, you know, because he's comedy relief when I watch the show, you know.
1: Yeah, so I've been knowing Marcus for years. Like I said, he was cutting everybody's hair and just knowing his personality. Marcus was doing stand-up comedy around the time, and he was just a really, really funny guy. And I just knew that going into this, you know, going into television, <laughs> you got to have that breath of fresh air. And uh, Marcus was the perfect candidate. And the fact that he had no background in paranormal stuff, just like we did, it was just the perfect storm <laughs> to right. create Ghost brother.
3: Now, let, let's talk about this, Marcus. You know, okay, again, you, you cut their hair. Okay, crazy ideas are crazy ideas, or over the top ideas are over the top ideas. Was it much convincing you to roll with the brothers into this for paranormal ghost hunting world? Not
2: necessarily, because I mean, this, okay, it's a two part issue. No, because I know every idea that Damon and Jawan come up with is typically successful, because mm-hmm. we were kind of like, like a success cluster prior to us getting on with, um, you know, discovery. Um, so we were always, always like you know, kind of collabing with ideas, you know, prior to this uh, this project. So I knew the idea was good, but then, like you said before, you know, black folks, the only ghost that I was really comfortable with was the holy ghost because we don't really, you know, deal with the mother ghost. You know what I'm saying? So that's the only ghost that I was really prepared for, right? And and as and that was the only like hesitancy that I had like I didn't want to do any demonic things we we were assured that we wouldn't and and we just kind of kept the paranormal so you know since then you know it's kind of stretched out a little bit more and more, you know, they keep getting me out there further and further on that diving board. I'm like, yeah, just jumping. I'm like, hey, bro, chill out, man. I'm still cutting hair. I don't know. I ain't trying to bring that over to
1: nobody. <laughs> Say, Marcus, let me ask you this, Marcus. I don't know if you remember this first conversation we had, man. I remember exactly where I was. And you told me, you was like, man, I don't know, man, because I don't know if I want to be known as a ghost hunter, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> really because I was like, bro, what is that going to look like? You know, all right, all right. Um, you know, ghost, ghost hunting brother dude over there. I'm like, man, you know, yeah. I mean, we didn't know, we at the beginning, we didn't know if this show was going to be like either, you know, and, and we're talking with CAU. We didn't know that we're going to another network. You know, we don't know if they're going to try to play us like we some on some like huckabuck type stuff. And right. we ain't trying to be on that type of, you know, situation. If we're going to have, if we're going to be portrayed in the correct light. So I was massively hesitant. Like, I mean, and there was even a, Another show that kind of was like mirrored us that kind of went a little bit more on that direction. That was just like, you know, outside of the way of like just a natural feel of like just curiosity for the paranormal and was more so looking at it like a joke. So when I saw that, when when and and Juwan approached me with the idea, yes, it, it was it sounded brilliant because one, like I've noticed that anytime there's a market that's wide open, we're able to set the market. Right. as the only one in that thing. So it was just brilliant in the sense that there was nobody, there was no competing, you know, um, brands. We were able to set the market. We were able to set our own way and um, just be able to be um, moved into a like a dope little situation that we have now with spinoffs.
3: Well, here's the thing about it. I'm going to just tell you guys from a professional standpoint, because I've watched the show and i watched the semi-screeners of the upcoming season, Lights Out. I enjoy Can't nobody do what you guys do. Okay, nobody. Don't even worry about somebody trying to emulate because each one of your characters are unique and they have credibility to it. And like you said, you know, you're not running around there going, "Oh Lord, oh Lordy, Lord!" Look what I'm there, you know, bugging your eyes out like you know buckwheat when back in the twenties and thirties. Y'all not doing that. You know, you guys are, 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 you know, you did jump in that bathtub, though. You got in that bathtub, though, You know, with the water. You were floating. You, you were floating there, Mark. You were floating there. But, uh, but the good thing about it is, like, each one of y'all, it's, it's a cool setup. And the way this series works is, you know, Dalen, you, like you like the instigator. You know, you lead your brothers in, in a blind situation. A blind situation. And and, and Jawan, you know, he always like a, a go-getter. And then Marcus, he always hesitant. But, like, Jawan, your character's like, let's go see what's going on. Marcus is like, I don't know. I really don't know. But then, come on. And then, Dalen, I'm going to wait in the truck and check y'all out. Jawan, you, <laughs> you the go-getter. What made you buy into that character? Because people go, because you the one that everybody would call a fool. He a fool. He a fool. He a fool. Why he going in there? He know it's something bad going on there. Because, you know, black people talk to their TVs. Black people talk yeah. to the movie screens. So, Juwan, yeah. talk about buying into that character. Because I, I know crazy man, Marcus, he got on a Black Lives Matter going into a jail. I know where he's coming from. Talk about your character, Juwan.
4: brother. Um, right <laughs> <laughs> My character is not really a character, more so than just a reflection of, like, my character in real life. And it's just about loyalty. Um, and I'm here to have my brother's back in any, in any situation that I can. With this ghost stuff, um, you're just seeing me being as courageous as possible, but I'm terrified. <laughs> I am terrified, brother.
3: Are you, really, are you really afraid? Uh, because you always show up at night now, you know, which is always uh, like, okay, brothers, okay, you can go by. There is a daytime <laughs>
0: period. It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends, whether you're preparing for Reyes Magos or Karamu, lighting the menorah, or going to Midnight Mass, Kohl's has just what you need to make those traditions special. Plus, you'll find gifts for all your loved ones. No matter how you celebrate, when you shop at Kohl's, you're right where you belong. So this season, give with all your heart with great gifts from Kohl's or Kohl's.com.
2: What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination. Our sense of wonder. And our family bonds grow, too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest
0: Service and the Ad Council. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour.
3: If you could find a way.
0: To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my
3: shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk
0: Walk a mile mile in in my in
3: my my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, That feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
2: Walk a mile in my shoes.
3: But you go in at night, and so you arrive. And so, Daylon, you do a great job of setting the danger tone, what they're walking into. Because, again, you guys really don't know what you're walking into, Marcus and Juwan? You really don't know? No.
2: no, no clue at all. No clue.
1: Yeah.
2: Matter yeah. of fact, that was a point of contention, um, in this production. You know, just got we we've, we've answered these a million times questions or whatnot, but like this is something a little bit different. Like it was like because we've done this before in many different shows, and we know how to like investigate. You know what I'm saying? But this production crew was just you know like yo, let's trust us in this situation, right? And see about and see about um, you know, letting Dalen just throw you guys in there blind. And, you know, typically we like me, Dalen and Juwan, we are very like interactive when it comes to ideas, when it comes to um investigating styles, when it comes to like, you know, how we're gonna like, you know, provoke whatever we need to provoke to kind of get any type of response. And this is just a totally different show because like, you know, Dalen was just one, he don't even know how to read a map. So just to have somebody <laughs> send you somewhere who holding the map upside down and talking? I go left. I mean, right. Left, right. Come on, dog. Let's go. And then Juwan, you know, like you said, Juwan makes me have to get courageous. Cause like, I ain't playing that stuff. No, and you're Juwan's not. like, all right, man, let's go. And I'm like, dang, bro, I can't look like no punk in front of Juwan and Dalen out there cold. You know what I'm saying? So,
4: you know, like you said, Juwan actually be
3: pulling us to do the oh, uh, Jawan's Ju- Juwan, he, he's the one I go, okay, really do, really do. You know yeah. that black people get killed in I horror movies. Black people do I get do killed too. in horror movies. Now, Dalen, let's go back to your character, you know, Mr. Stay in the Truck. Mr. Stay yeah. in the Truck, uh, and reveal us the dangerous situation that they may be walking into. So ultimately, they have to trust you because you know the setup from a standpoint of what they can be walking into. So you have to protect them from any silly pitches. You know, let's have some water hit them or, or some or, or some, uh, trap doors. Does that come up in conversation? You go, no, they're not going to do that. How much involved would you with the pre-production of what they're walking into, Daylon?
1: Uh... We're really, really hands on from the beginning, because, I mean, I think everybody that works with us knows where we stand and where we draw the line. So mm-hmm. before we even started Ghost Brothers, we were people at home watching these shows, wondering if this stuff was really real. And we always said if we ever were blessed with the opportunity, like, we don't want to fake anything. Like We want to make sure whatever happening is real time happening. So we make sure with the production company that we're not for no, don't be trying to prank Juwan and Marcus. Don't be trying to make things happen to get reactions from them. That's not what we're here for. And we'll walk off if something like that ever happens. So Or swing. Or swing. swing. Or swing. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my job is really just to make sure that the, that my guys are safe on the inside. You know what I'm saying? They got to trust me you know what I'm saying that my fingers are ready to call 911 if things get a little bit
3: <laughs> <laughs> But but, you, but y'all notice what he said, Jawan and, and Marcus. His he's ready to call. He didn't say oh, yeah. run in. He yeah. didn't yeah, say run in. There. He said, in there. "See right now, right now, y'all got to watch him now." Okay, he told y'all exactly. Uh, my, 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 my brothers are being eaten by ghosts. Uh, come soon. Uh, let me explain what's going on yeah. He didn't say I'm running in with a fire extinguisher I'm running in with a gun yeah. I'm running in with more white people to save y'all am a call call yeah. like, like that little white dude in the episode Get out, get out Get out now! <laughs> wow, oh, yeah. you know, let's let's go back to this whole scenario. Because you guys are three visionaries. I'm gonna just put it out there like that. Because, like I said, you trusted your natural instincts. In 2011, you know, you guys started to hunt ghosts. Because and the reason I'm saying that because right now you got uh, Discovery calling people, letting them know y'all coming. So there's a, lot, a degree of respect and authority that's tied to that. In the early days. Y'all were just black dudes coming in with an idea. How did y'all develop that idea and also develop credibility with your early ghost hunting?
1: So uh, it's funny. All three of us actually worked behind the scenes in television before we got in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. So we all started from the bottom. i talking about PAs, production assistants, running, getting water, clothes, all that type stuff. So we had a respect for television and a work ethic from day one. So we were watching how television shows were being made on a day-to-day basis. So when the idea came around, we already had the vision of how to get it done, but we didn't know how we were going to get it out. And it's funny you say that because once we finished, we had this finished sizzle reel of Black guys hunting ghosts. We started taking meetings. And back then, we kept getting the same two responses. Uh, Black people don't hunt ghosts. So where y'all going to put the show at? B-E-T? Nah, we'll pass. Right. Uh, black people don't hunt ghosts. So white people ain't gonna want to watch y'all. So where y'all gonna put y'all? A&E? Nah, we'll pass. So we just kept getting passed and passed and passed. And it wasn't until about 2015, 16, I don't know if you're familiar or remember the campaign, Oscars So White. Right. So that's when the media, where they were saying there were not enough minority television shows getting recognition in mainstream media. Mm-hmm. And we were just fortunate enough to be ushered along in that window with shows like mm-hmm. Blackish. Shows like fresh off the boat, so all these minority-led driven shows, we God just blessed us to kind of just cinch on in through that
3: window with yeah. Ghost Brothers,
1: <laughs> and man, it's been a hit ever since.
3: But uh, but, but look, let me let me not you didn't just sneak in. You guys are talented, man. And like, oh I, yeah, for you sure. Know, but okay. see, that's the
1: thing with black folks, man. We gotta always get in the door a different way. Just to but but prove but, but, but Dalen, let me just tell you this. Let me slow you down. Or more
3: talented than the counterpoint. Let me just slow you down, Dalen, because everybody got to get in. Okay, everybody got to get in. And that's just, yes. that's why I want to just say, uh, hear my compliment to you, all three of you guys. You cannot be replicated. You cannot be duplicated. Okay, right. you guys are smart on screen. You're smart off camera. Okay, I see there's a storyline. Like I was telling Marcus earlier, prior to the interview, is that there's always a wrap up, a wrap up tied to logic, and so so it's not like you know it might you know the concept sounds kind of like. Oh, black guys hunting ghosts, you know. But then you go through the process. You got the equipment, and and then you and then you you develop the scenarios. You set the storyline in place because all your storylines that you set up that they're walking into. I'm worried about these brothers. I yeah. am actually worried <laughs> about these brothers because you said right. some crazy stuff. You should be. You, and, should uh, be. Uh, he, you know what I'm saying. And then I ain't gonna tell. Him, watch the episode. I'm not gonna tell y'all nothing about the storylines. All I know is that. Dalen need his behind whoop. Let his boys walk into these environments, <laughs> I, I, and he and he so
2: What you the first person? See now,
3: listen, bro. Dude, oh. dude, dude. Uh, hey, hey, he need his butt whoop because he y'all. He said bye bye. i will going to sit in, and wait out here, you know, in the truck or the van or another somewhere <laughs> comfortable, somewhere comfortable in the, in the probably, air you right, probably around some white people eating. That's what they he probably eating. Okay, y'all in this in this
2: haunted. Not- there was one time though. There was one time where he was outside at the lighthouse,
3: uh-huh.
2: and he was getting he was getting taught by the mosquitoes. And I was like, "Hey, they,
3: they, yeah, surgery right the whole episode. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it." I, love it. In the back, I was like, "Yeah, buddy." Yeah. So, so Jawan, ain't now, nothing like when the rabbit
2: got the gun, baby. So Jawan, now,
3: now sometimes these events are, are last more than one day. What's the whole process of you go in and then you're gonna go back, Jawan? Come on now. Really, okay, you got in, you got out. Honestly,
4: if it wasn't for having to, like, connect the dots on the story, I'm really cool with a one-day investigation. I mean, I'm like, we really need to go back and see what we just saw. Right. Um, but the way it's set up, man, it takes a, a week to do an entire episode. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll get there. The first night, we're typically doing a baseline investigation. So that's where we pull up to the spot. Uh, Dalen knows the location. Marcus and I don't know anything. Right. That's what we have our, our our like notorious pop the trunk scene. Uh, we get out and we hit the location. We investigate. We pull all the ev- evidence together. What we find, we share with Daylon. Daylon then fills us in on all the stuff that um, he knew. And so now we're connecting these pieces. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and then we have another investigation later on. And that's to kind of tie the, all, the whole episode together with some of the previous claims and history of, uh, surrounding the place man. Um, and it all comes together over a week's time. Uh, we, then we, we sit down with whoever is like the owner or somebody who's having issues with the location and we provide them with the clarity or answers to questions that they've been looking for. Um, and that's that, like that wrap up that you're talking about, right. you know what I mean? Like, we have that, that, uh, that logical conclusion and like, we don't necessarily say we have all the answers, but we do want to give you some, some clarity or, Maybe we'll tell you, like, bro, it's this joint haunted. Like, I've had we like you might want to put that joint on the market.
2: Like, you or or you might want to you might want to split that rent up because
3: you like you live in <laughs> well, well, you, the, the beauty of this.
2: Hey,
3: you
4: live
2: been <laughs> done it, <bro>. you been <laughs> done it all.
3: Hey, hey, Daylen, you know, and Jawan and, and uh, Marcus, <laughs> fame has come you guys' way because of this, you know, and the fame is always interesting because you don't know how people react to that fame, you know. So I know being your your a barber, Marcus, uh, has it helped your uh, your clientele or helped your role? Because I want each one of you guys to explain this, how this Ghostbuster fame, or Ghost Brothers fame, excuse me, has positively impacted your careers and where we go from here, starting with you, Daylen. Uh, Man, to be completely honest, I don't feel like we're famous,
1: man. I feel like our demographic of people that watch the show are uh, middle America. And I feel like on, on our every day, we don't just get noticed walking about and people running up to us like you would think in with most TV shows. So I feel like we still get to have that little bit of anonymity with, uh, you know, which is our lives, which is super dope. But what it has done is just open up a level of conversation for us. Because genuinely, it's not a room that we can't walk into that once they figure out what we do, that we don't automatically become the most interesting person in the world. It don't matter if President Obama is in there. They're going to be like, dang, we voted for you. But dang, Dalen, what you say you saw at that crazy house? Like, it's always going to fall back. Obama's going to be
2: like, hey, 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 Dalen, uh,
3: Marcus, uh, what Jawan, uh, what Mark, uh, what you see in the White House? Um, you know. <laughs> Jawan, talk to me, baby. Man, uh...
4: It's real. Like, Dalen had a really good point. Like, we don't get recognized on a day-to-day basis. Uh, So when we're out in public, it's rare that somebody's like, oh, my God, that's Jawan, or that's Dalen, that's Marcus from the Ghost Brothers. And so I'm still hit with, like, surprises, and I'm really humbled when that does happen. You know what I mean? Um, And it's like, I guess I appreciate the fact that, like, we haven't been catapulted into, like, stardom, and it's almost like we have the ability to kind of ease our way into it and get you comfortable with understep accepting this celebrity that you have right because like we can't negate the fact that yes there is a certain celebrity status that comes with what we're doing but this time that we're having allows me to accept it and be human be human and humble about what it is you know what i mean like a lot of times it can go to somebody's head when they get famous and i think the three of us being in television and film uh in our past and not being catapulted into stardom is allowing us to really accept that and understand what what uh it means to have that platform.
3: Now, Marcus, I know it went to your head. Look at that head, big. It's growing as a look at It's all that capping can't fit no more. I,
4: I told y'all. You said
2: the, the group wasn't gonna be nothing until they got David Ruffin. I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs> until they until they had David Ruffin, they weren't gonna be nothing. No, no, for real though. Um, what I think that was dope about this is um, as Dalen and Jawan came up with this, it's like it's hits a lane that we're not even in. So it automatically keeps you humble because it's nothing that you are already good at that you kind of like can have an arrogance about. Mm-hmm. So it allows you to like, really um, look at your life in a, in a very holistic way and and like really see what fame is, you know? Cause even when I look at how we can go somewhere and in a, in a comic con or some type of place and, and feel a little celebrity, we're like, it's, it's just for this, you feel what I'm saying? So it allows you to kind of even look at every aspect of your life and just, at it way more sober than you would normally um, if it was just something that just like hit America and just blew all the way up and then we can't go outside like we're a a boy band or something like that, you know. Right? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And then like you you said, like like Dalen said, our, our demographic is you know, middle America and we're three brothers in Atlanta, so you know, okay. I like, would well, know, just fine. tell you
3: guys this. You know, you know, that's what I do. I build brands. I look at brands. I, yeah. look, at, I look at people, and I, I, determine their success paths. Okay, you know, you guys should be doing a podcast. Y'all should drift off into UFOs if you know. They ever thought that because that's that's way doing you too. You know that on the down the really? fly flying objects, they way on you. Okay, and so but you should have a podcast right now. OK, also, the the COVID has kind of slowed you guys down for live events. You know, you guys can put on your own. Seriously, man, don't worry about black people not knowing you. That, that, that ain't where the real money at anyway. Real money is, is in general market. That's what that's what has you on TV right now. General market has you on TV. You're not on TV one. You're not on BET. Go to your market strength. You guys are special, man. You're articulate. You're smart. I know you're entrepreneurs. I'm just telling you something that I know is that your greatness is tied to who you guys are. Y'all individually tied to your own success. Know that you will be super big in 2021 because they're coming mm-hmm. out of this COVID. Plan for it, man. Plan for the fall. That's when the checks are going to roll. Plan to know that these live events are waiting on you guys. Get your podcast, man. Please get y'all a podcast so y'all can tell y'all stories so y'all can own that market. Get a big contract from Spotify Spotify, somebody like that. Okay?
1: Yes, or- sir. And, and, and you and know like, what's funny? I was, Go I, was, I was probably going to say the same thing, Marcus. That we've been putting that into all COVID. We've been doing a weekly Zoom call, Ghost Brothers and Chill, that allows the fans to Zoom in calls. So it's not just a podcast. It allows the fans to actually, in real time, speak with us, see us, you know, us get, in, get involved with them, get close with them. And events, man, we, we run our uh, Ghost Brothers weekend every Halloween weekend in Savannah. We've been doing that for the past three or four years. We keep that up every year. And, uh, yeah, man, we rocking and rolling. So we on the same page with you. Good. Good.
2: good. Yeah, uh, go get y'all's merch, straightghosting.com.
3: Yeah. Well, you know well, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Go well, check well, us out. Well, send me some links so I can promote you. I'm going to put you on my newsletter. But more importantly, man, I'm just proud of you guys and just want to let you know what I see is special, what I see is unique, okay. and uh, sitcoms waiting in your future. And whatever. I'm going to tell you something. About you three guys, whatever y'all want to do, y'all can do. Y'all young, y'all look good. And Hollywood is about the youth. OK, and it's about your resume, what you accomplish. I'm just letting you know, you can do those Zoom calls, but checks don't come with that. Checks come with YouTube yeah. and checks come with podcasts and yeah. checks come with radio. So I'm a man. That's why you're on Money Making Conversations. I try to give advice to individuals. If you're going to spend your time on a Zoom, spend your time on a podcast. You're going to spend your time on a Zoom. Build your subscribers on your YouTube channel because that's how you're going to get paid. You're not going to get paid on Instagram. You're not going to get paid on Zoom because you guys are gifted Use that gift. Develop that newsletter so y'all can start start that momentum. There's a lot of people sitting around waiting to be a part of the team. Start building that team of people who want to make y'all great. That's what I've done all my life. I've done it with celebrities too many to name. And I'm special because of that. I had to learn that about myself when I stopped managing Steve Harvey. I had to put a team around me because I was frustrated because things wasn't happening. And I went, hey, because you're by yourself, fool. You're by yourself. You're not going to achieve success until people buy into your dream. That's all I got to say, man. Thank you, sir. Yeah, we
1: miss-
2: Well, make sure that everybody comes to the Moose Lair. It's inshallah all in Atlanta. The Moose Lair uh, gallery, my uh, art gallery that is a barbershop. You'll love it. It's uh, a black man's bucket list uh, right there. A back a black man's bucket list situation. One of the best, best spots in the uni- universe. In I United will States.
3: come there and buy some stuff, brother. That's what yes, I do. Yes, I bought yes. a building here in Atlanta and I, I, I'm about to take over my second floor. Going to need some artwork on that wall. I don't come yes, in sir? a place. I don't go in a restaurant asking for food discounts, especially when they're owned by black people. All I know is that you guys are gifted. I just want to bring on the show. Also use my platform to promote your brand, the Ghost Brothers on Money Thank Making Conversation. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, hey.
0: What grows in the forest?
2: Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. The Black Effect Presents features honest conversations and exclusive interviews. A space for artists, everyday people, and listeners to amplify, elevate, and empower Black voices with great conversations. Make sure to listen to the Black Effect Presents podcast on
1: iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.